I read from Philippians chapter 1. For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus because of my coming to you again. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation and that from God. For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake. Engage in the same conflict that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have perhaps one of the most well known verses in Philippians here For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. And yet it's verse 27 that if you read like just about every commentary, I'll say verse 27 is the theme verse for the book of Philippians. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. And it's that that is central to the book, a manner of life worthy of the gospel. And he explains in the immediate context a little bit of what that looks like. He says it means to be standing firm in one spirit. That is, we as Christians united in the truth of God's word. So he says, with one mind, striving side by side for what? For the faith of the gospel. Both that we would have it and that others would have it too. And he adds one more thing. It sounds a lot like the psalm we just sang. And not frightened in anything by your opponents. So Paul says, briefly, before he expands on it throughout the rest of the letter, that to have a life that's worthy of the gospel is for us to be united, standing firm together, getting the gospel out together, not being frightened by the worlds or the devil as they try to stop those things. And I believe behind that, why he says that in summary form there, what he said just above that christ will be honored in my body whether by life or by death for to me to live is christ and to die is gain you see paul said these words while in prison which i think adds something to our hearing of the text paul isn't just writing this as some kind of abstract thing as if well maybe i'm going to die one day but he knew there's a good chance he could be executed for the faith Indeed, eventually he would be. He would be beheaded for the faith he's confessing here. 
But what drove Paul more than anything was Christ at the very center of his life. What shaped everything he did, everything he said, all that he wrote, was Christ as the center of everything. That's what drove him. And I think the picture I have there on your handout captures this well. I know, don't freak out, it says American Baptist Foreign Missionary Society. Don't be afraid. Um, I just like the picture in the middle because I think it's beautiful. And it captures in a picture this text. It has an ox with a plow and it has the altar behind it. And it says, ready for either. Ready for either. Ready to work if Christ calls me to work. Ready to die if Christ calls me to die. What a beautiful summary of what Paul is saying here. But I don't think that just has to be the missionary mentality, like this is for foreign missionaries realizing they're going to risk life and limb to take the gospel, probably to places had never been. And they knew they were either going to work or perhaps die, as many missionaries before them had. But I think Paul wants us to think that way about our entire life, about every aspect of our life. That if Jesus has me here in the flesh, then it's for the purpose of loving and serving my neighbor. Right? What does Paul say? I'm hard-pressed. Why? I want to be with Christ, but I know it's better for you all if I stay. But the same is true of us. It's better for those around us if we're spending our lives being spent on their behalf through the love of Christ. Right? That's what Paul's telling us. That to live our lives for others with faith in Christ is better for all those around us. It may be better for us, and we may desire desperately to be with our lords because we look around and the days are dark and evil. And it looks like things are just going to get darker and more evil by the moment. And yet, Paul in prison can say, but I'm going to stick around because it's for your good. And so as we seek to live all of our life with Christ at the center... That is how we're able to live a life that's worthy of the gospel of Christ. In other words, a different way to say this, and Paul will talk about this later in Philippians 3, but where's our focus? Where's our focus in life and in death? Because Paul says if our focus is Jesus, if our eyes are fixed on him, if we're running the race, as I believe he tells us elsewhere in Hebrews 12, if we're running the race with our eyes fixed on him, then it doesn't matter what happens to us. If we're here, we're called to do what Jesus wants us to do here. We're to love and serve the neighbor. And if he takes us, then we're with him and we don't have to worry about a thing. But Paul says either way, it's all bound up in Christ. As Paul says in Romans, if we live, we live to Christ. If we die, we die in Christ. Whether we live or die, we're Christ. That's what Paul's focus is here. Serving others for the sake, ultimately, of the gospel, but out of love in all of our vocations, right? So whether it's as husband or father or pastor, whether it's as a mother or a wife or a layperson, whether it's as an employee or employer, whatever it may be where God has placed you, Paul is saying, live it for Christ, live it to serve him and love them in Christ Jesus, 
And it will always be for their benefits and for their goods. That as you do those things in faith in Christ, you're doing a great good for them and for the whole world. For Paul to live a life worthy of the gospel is all bound up in making sure you see life correctly, that you see death correctly. Because if Jesus is at the center, then your life is bound up in him. And if you die, you're going to be with him. Either way, you're with Jesus. And Paul says, that's all that matters. And it's also then, how do we stand firm? How do we have one mind? How are we not frightened by anything? That can only take place if our eyes are fixed on Jesus, individually and corporately. When our eyes are fixed on Jesus as individuals and as a body, then we can stand firm together. We can strive side by side for the faith of the gospel together. We won't be frightened by anything because we'll have our eyes fixed on Jesus together. Now, Paul's going to spend several chapters unpacking that even more, but he wants us to know up front that if our eyes are fixed on Jesus, and we know that our life is his, our death is in him, everything's in him, then it will always be a life that's worthy of the gospel of Christ. So what makes our life worthy is Jesus. What makes our Christian life livable, what allows us to do these things, is because we're clinging to Jesus, who is changing us, who has saved us, who has redeemed us, who's working through us. For me, to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Let those words be stamped on the inside of our eyelids. May we see them when we close our eyes. May we see them all around us as we walk throughout the day. May they just be ringing in our ears that we know that to live is Christ and to die is gain and that all of it is in his hands. Amen. The peace of God passes on your standing guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.